Hey, 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 thank you for joining in on The Key Conversation. It is your favorite host, Kwana. I'm sitting down with my longtime friend, Christy, and her husband. They have been together quite some time now and have agreed to sit down and share their journey of being in an interracial relationship. So I'm super excited about this conversation. And um, I say we go ahead and get started with introductions. My name is Christy, and I am white, of course. And this is Brad. My name is LeBradrick Beetle, and I am an African-American. Not LeBradrick. He's <laughs> <laughs> formal with it. <laughs> so how, how long have y'all um, been together? Uh, 22 years. 22 years. Where did y'all meet? Um, at the casino in Shreveport. Um, we both opened up Hollywood together. Um and we met there. He, uh, I just seen him walking by one day, and I was like, "I'm going to have him." And 22 years later, we're still together. <laughs> okay, so that was going to be my next question: Who approached who? So you approached him. I think it was kind of like a mutual. Like when I first seen him, you know, I was a I was a slot tech, so he was you know working on the machines. He had to escort me because he was a security guard because I had a sensitive key. So that's the first time I really like saw him. Saw him. Um, he escorted me after that. We didn't talk for several weeks, but then we just kind of started noticing each other. Like he would say something like, you know, a little bit and then I would speak. And then it was just kind of like, it just happened. We just started talking every day, all day, walking around with each other, um, you know, getting to know each other more and hanging out outside of work, you know, and it's, it's kind of, I think both of us really. So Brad, what's your take on that? Did she approach you? Be honest. She, she came to you. She said something to me first. Okay. Uh, yeah, she. Um, I was waiting on her to get through what she was doing with the key, and she just started talking to me, and you know. So she gave you that. She gave you that look. She that look. That look. <laughs> that look. <laughs> so was it both? Like, was it your first inter- interracial relationship? That question is for both of you. Well, uh, if you consider Puerto Ricans as white, I, I guess it's not. What do you like mean? Mama, Puerto Rican Brad's is a Puerto Rican. Said, Brad's mama always Alex said, mama if you're not Puerto black, Rican. you're white. His mama, <laughs> Jessica, his ex-wife is Puerto Rican. So, <laughs> Well, that's not true, Brad. She's Puerto Rican. It doesn't mean if you're not if you're not black, you're white. So she's Puerto Rican. That's the interracial relationship. What about you, yeah. Christy? Okay. What about you, Christy? Okay. Now, I had dated um, Mexicans. My Travis's dad, you know, my oldest son, his dad's a Mexican. And then um, Hispanic, I guess I should say. But then, um, but yeah, interracial, I have a mixed child, Tyron, the younger one, of course, you know, Tyron, um, he's half black, half white, but I've been, I think more interracial relationships than what Brad has been. And that that's what I was going to ask. So have you ever dated your own race, Christy? Yeah. When I was in school, um, there was a, there was a guy there that I was dating. Uh, we, I don't, I don't guess you could call it just dating. We just kind of talked here and there, hung out together or whatever, um, even outside of school, once I graduated, I would say I probably had a maybe about two to three maybe white guys that I would consider, you know, a small relationship with, but not not like what I have now. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, you were young. You were young. So, you just, yeah. you were going yeah. with it. Okay. What about you, you, Brad? Have you ever dated black women? Yes. See, I heard. My own race, yeah. Yes. Um, through high school, um, up until I got to the casino at Isla Capri when I met um, Alex's mom. My ex-wife. So the casino is what took you took you over. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both times. Both times. <laughs> and the reason the reason I ask that is because, you know, we hear so many stories. Either the, the man is like, well, I only date, you know, I don't date such and such women because of this. Or the woman is like, well, I don't date these men because of that. So that's why I wanted to ask to see if you just exclusively date you know, black men or, or white women or Puerto Rican women or whatever. So that's why. I no, we kind of like on our scale, and I've said this before to, you know, other people that on our scale, I started out dating white. I went to Hispanic and then ended up with a black guy. Brad, he started out black, went to Puerto Rican and then ended up with a white girl. So it's kind of like our roles reverse. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so how did, how did your family, both of y'all families feel about you dating outside of your race? Well, be honest. Uh, it's like they didn't think it was appropriate. appropriate at first, but you know, this is my life. I don't have to live my life through them, right? And uh, uh, it's some some things. Well, it was kind of say it but me being me you know they can say what they want to say because i'm gonna do what i want to do right and i know with uh, with moms um for you brett like a man like with moms you kind of want your son to date someone like you that looks like you so did your you, did your mom well clear your mom make that made that clear what did she was, tell was, you or even if not your mom any the people that had a problem with your relationship what type of concerns did they express? They didn't express any concern. They just, it's just a fact of. And it was basically his grandmother oh, that okay. did that. Okay. Not his mama. His grandmother had a big part, a bigger part in his life growing up than what his mom did. Okay. 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 So they just act, you could just tell in the way they were acting towards. Well, yeah, I can, I can pretty much tell that, you know, because uh, mom, mom didn't have no problem with it. Okay. She don't care. Okay. Um, daddy was my grandmama's son, so you know he he go along with whatever she say, but he never did say anything. It was just basically mainly my grandmother, right? You know, saying that and everything. But thing about it, you never could tell unless she said something, right? Right. She right. never act, act no different or nothing like that. Um, she treated the kids just like she treated her own kids. She never did nothing wrong to. Either one of the kids. So it's just sometimes she'll say something. Oh, so she would say, make little remarks. So she was nice, but she just would make little remarks, letting yeah. her feelings be known. Okay. Okay. What about your family, Christy? How was your family when you started dating outside of your race? How did they feel about that? Well, since Joey, Travis's dad, he was like my first actually real boyfriend. And him being Hispanic, my dad, like, he didn't care. Like, he never, like, said any, made any comments, nothing. He would just, like, I think it was more of, like, as long as you take care of my daughter, that's all I care about. But he would, he would call my son's dad, um, like, Taco, you know, messing with him because he's Hispanic or whatever. Ooh. But he would still yet accept him. Like, he would, anytime I wanted to go out with him, he would come over. Dad didn't care, not one bit. Right. It was just more of dad just being a butthole right <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing so not knowing when the joke is is offensive or crossing the line he just he thought it was he was joking but some of the yes. stuff he was saying, okay yeah now when i started dating black guys my dad has he had he was already 
you know, passed, he passed away in 2004. Um, I'm sorry, 1994. Gosh, long time ago. Um, so he didn't know, like, I didn't date black guys when he was alive. I just, I was with Joey still when he passed away and, um, up until I ended up getting pregnant and then me and him broke up. And that's kind of when I started more of being interested in, in black guys right. instead. My mom, she didn't care. Not one way, not one bit. She's met several of my boyfriends in the past, never had any issues, um, with me, with them at all. So do you, so it's kind of like, go ahead. no, go ahead and finish. Now I was just going to say, she's basically as well, you know, you treat, treat her with respect, you love her, then I love you. And she's with Brad, even my grandmother, whenever Brad, you know, me and Brad started messing around, started dating or whatever, I brought him around and he was like, I can't believe, you know, in the world she grew up in, you're like, he would say like my grandmother treated him just like she's known him her whole life. Like he was literally part of the family, right. regardless of his race or whatever. And he's just like, it's so you don't see that a lot, you know, right. these days or back then with the older people. But no, she's, you know, just like my mom, they accept him regardless. And it would make sense if, if your grandmother was like that, that your mom would be like that. As a kid, did either of you grow up um, around anyone or like interracial couples? Like, did you see that as a kid in your yeah. family, in your in your neighborhoods? or No, like not me really. But I mean, the school that I went to, it was like, pretty much even, you know, blacks and whites, everybody got along. I never seen any type of racial, like anything. I didn't really know about the racial anything growing mm -hmm. up, you know, cause it was never said nothing negative was ever said in my household nor at school. So it's like, I didn't really start hearing things. I say until I got older in school, you know, 11th, 12th grade, that's when things, you know, you start learning things or hearing more, you know, um, and just, after I graduated, going into like, you know, Shreveport, that's when you really, I started really knowing more about it because I started getting, because when I would be hanging around like, you know, black friends or, you know, black neighborhoods in certain areas, I would be the one getting pulled over because I'm white in a, in that neighborhood, what am I doing over there? You know, that type of situation. But it was like, I don't know, I guess it, I just never let it bother me. Right. I guess, because I'm my own person. So Brad, going back to your grandmother feeling the way she felt when she made those comments, how did, or even your dad, like, how did you address those, those comments? How did you handle those situations? Well, at one, one time, um, I had basically talked back to her, which I've never done in my life, mm -hmm. because um, she said some things to Chrissy while I was sitting there, and when she started, when Christian started crying, you know, it kind of struck a nerve with me. And I had to basically, I ain't going to say set her straight, but let her know how I feel about who I'm with. Right. You what know, did she say, you know, Christy? I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was, what was it? Well, she she started off by saying, why them, why them boys laying up there with their legs all wide open like little girls? Why they ain't out here in the, in the yard with me helping me? within this yard and everything just laying up like women and stuff oh yeah and she asked me like why does because tyron would always go to the bath because they was kind of like they were comfortable at first when they were smaller but 
the older they got, I guess they kind of started feeling a certain way too. So they noticed a couple of things. So they would like go to the bathroom. If I went to the bathroom, they would follow me in there because they were just scared to be left alone, I guess. I don't know, to be honest. And she would always say, you know, why are them boys going to the bathroom with you? They don't, they, they need to be, you know, following men around and doing men, you know, it's like, oh. that's not even what it was about, you know? And then finally just got to the breaking point where I told Brad, I'm like, look, I even left, like I, I left him and the boys, we left. It got so bad where I just couldn't handle it. And I'm like, it's either going to be us together or you're going to have to say something to your grandmother because I can't take it anymore. Oh, okay. So she just, it wasn't really a racist comment towards like your, you being white and him being black. It was just about how the kids were acting around her. And she didn't understand that, you know, it was her. She was just making them feel, or they were just, cause I know sometimes kids are, kids are just scared around new people, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what about you? Um, like, has there been any blatant racism shown towards either one of you for from your family? Like, any big moments? Yes, it has. Um, Christy and I went to the lake with um, her sister and her husband. Hey, hey! Oh, no, I'm sorry. Okay. All right. Uh, we went to the lake in Carthage, Texas with her sister and her husband. Uh, for Memorial Day weekend, one one of those weekends, I think it was Memorial Day, like three years ago, mm-hmm. and we was gonna camp. They was gonna camp out, so we was gonna stay down there with them. Let me say this: this is not this situation that happened was not within either one of our families. It was we was there though, like I was there with our my part of the family. Yeah, I just don't want her to think it was our families that was doing. I'm gonna tell let her know that. Uh-huh. Um, we Brad say, let him do this. Let him tell the stories, Brad, his stories, his experience. She said, Brad. She said, Brad. <laughs> I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> um, we, we were sitting on a picnic table up, up, up top of the hill, and um, we were waiting on some other, another family that was down by the lake to move so we can go down there and camp out with them. Okay, one of the ladies came up and said, we got, we're getting ready to leave, so you might want to pull your trailer behind where we, so we can, when we pull out, you can pull right up. He said, okay. So my brother-in-law went down there and pulled his trailer down there. But what was unknown was the other people didn't know the lady came up there and told us that. So they started getting in my brother-in-law face and everything. And we, me and Christian, everybody still sitting up there watching. So his wife went down. Then his drunk brother went down. And when he went down, Christian said, Brad... Go down there and get Benny because he's drunk. He might start something. I said, okay. Went down there. I bent and her sister turned around and said, Brad, would you get my dog? I said, sure. I bent down to get the dog. Guy looked up at me. And I said, he like bucked up at me. He said, he, I know he just looked at me. I said, man, I ain't part of this. Uh, you might want to go get in that water, cool off. And he said, what you say, nigga? Oh. And I put the dog down and started walking toward him. His mom came and started punching me in my chest. Oh, this was a family I, friend. They, I don't. They know him, but it, they didn't know it was gonna do that. Uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah. uh, the, the, the lady hit me in my chest and everything, and she made she made a mistake. I don't think she made a mistake. It hit me in my face, and it was her action. I slapped her and knocked her down. Oh my, Brad. And um, the husband came over there swinging that man. I ducked and hit him. The so was this their first drunk. time being around y'all? Was this their first time meeting y'all? No, no. They they said what I was doing out there. They asked the question what I was doing out there anyway. Oh. 
Okay. I can't be at the lake. It was like some people that they knew just from other people. It's not some people that they hung around or like my sister and brother-in-law always hung around with. They just knew them from other people. Right. So they didn't think anything like that would happen, would happen except I guess the guy that just got out of jail, though, felt ballsy or something and decided that he wanted to try to start something when he was the one that ended up backing up and not want nothing else to do with it after he done started it you so know but it wasn't was, like they were close friends with them or anything like that how did but your family was, christy how did your family react to it oh they was off on brad's side they were like ready to go blow to blow blow to blow right beside brad because they that's in my brother-in-law's eyes that's his brother-in-law that he's gonna have his back before anybody else right right you know regardless and then there's like all of a sudden one of the guys on the other the other people that were fighting with, they, he brought a gun. He shot a gun. Wow. Brad ran up to get his gun. The police were called. This is the, the, the part that where I started getting like so mad. God, I was so mad because the police, when they came, they pulled Brad, the only black guy out there, to the side, put him over there by the police car, asking him questions instead of asking the white guy that actually shot the gun. You know, and I was sitting over there like, no, this is not right. Like, you're pulling him to the side and um he didn't even do anything except because he's black and everybody's like christy just be quiet you know for you go to jail and i know you know my mouth kwana like i don't know you're not going to get away with this because that's not right right just because he's the only black guy out here doesn't mean you have the right to pull him to the side whenever it wasn't even him that pulled the gun out in the first place right you know so so did it you was, it was a, so brad you said the moral of the story what's the moral what, what were you about that, to that, that. That's what I was saying. That I was the, I was the only one that got took to the police car out of all those people that was out there. Because mm-hmm. he was the only black guy out there. Right, right. So did you now sit- we did. Go ahead. Now we did have a family with my sister, with her sister, sister, the same sister that we was out there with. Uh-huh. It got to a point where I think me and Chris was into it, arguing one day. This was years, 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 years before this happened. And okay. um, her mom came over. And we was arguing and everything, but uh, her mom put her hand in my face like, like you, like you tell somebody, like you tell them, get out your face. You put your hand in your face. Uh-huh. But I, I accept that from my mom. I didn't, I didn't say nothing. I never said nothing down to it. I didn't then. But her sister called, and um, she called me a stupid nigga. Oh, really? Okay. And I said, oh, okay. You know, you know, your house just got burnt down. So I, I found out she was crying and. All that stuff there, and then the husband called and said, "I don't appreciate you talking about you gonna burn my house down." I said, "You can be sitting on the porch; it's finna get burnt down now." And then after that, the Panola County Sheriff Department called me and told me I'm not allowed in Panola County no more. I can't threaten people like that. I said, "Well, it's not a threat. I'm on my way." Oh, you were hot. So why? So your how did you feel about that, Christy, when your sister called him the N word? Oh, we didn't we didn't talk for a long time. Like it was, and the thing that we were all arguing for in the first place because my other sister, which you know of, that doesn't like she just couldn't take care of herself or kids. You know, they kept on moving in and out of you know our house, and I got tired of it. Finally, and I told my mom, I'm not letting her move back in. No, like I cannot keep doing that, you know, taking care of them. We're paying all the bills. We're doing everything. Like, I can't do it anymore. I'm trying to take care of us and, you know, our family. And so, like, when that happened, she called, you know, that my it was my older sister, the one that, like, literally, she loves Brad more than anything in this world to this day after everything was said and done. But it was her, and 
it was her husband. I always blame it on her husband because he was racist. I know he was racist growing up when I was younger. Um, he would always, he would be the one that, you know, if anything, he didn't like to be around black people and this and that and the other. He never said the N word around us, right. but you knew he was racist because he didn't hide it. Right. So I couldn't, I never could stand him. I blame it on her being around him for as many years as she was mm-hmm. that that's, you know, she just kind of, because growing up, her best friend, she had a black best friend. They hung out. She went to her house. She came over to her house. So it was another, I knew she wasn't like that, but I blamed it on him. Right. And how did you address, after, how did you all get past that? How did you address the situation? Like just you, after so long of her, when she met this new guy, cause she finally, she left that guy. She finally left him. She's married the guy that she's with now. They met, matter of fact, the same year me and Brad got married. They got married. Um, whenever he, we first met him, when she started coming back around, like me and her just kind of like, we sat down, like, even like Brad, she's apologized to Brad. He, he, you know, he's told her, look, you know, I know that it was because of David. That's the only reason you probably did that is because of that. But, you know, we're good now, but I'm telling you, like they would go through fire. They would do anything for Brad at this point because right. we got past it. And the guy that she's with now, he's nothing like that. Nothing right. at all. So you just feel like her ex-husband had that influence over her? Oh, absolutely, because right. I couldn't stand him. God, I couldn't stand that man. What about your friends? Do you both feel accepted by your friends? I know we just talked about family, but what about your close friends that you're always around? Do do you have friends that are in interracial relationships? Um, No, not. I, I say the only friends that I really talk to are like you and Amy. Amy, you know, she's married to a white guy. She's been in interracial relationships before she just happens to meet a guy that it was white and they've gotten married and had kids. Um, but no, everybody that on my side, everybody accepts Brad regardless. They don't look at his skin color. Our grandbabies don't even know skin color. And that's the way we want them because we want them to love people. Well, for they people. know skin color. They know it, they look but different. They, but they don't they ever, don't, they don't ever say like, like, you know, if she's telling, if they're telling me it's from this black girl or memo, right, this black girl. No, right. memo, and this most girl kids here. are like that at, the, at that, at that age. Um, but the, the thing about it is teaching them that, you know, that you don't treat people different because of that. Yeah. And they do and they all know that. And that's how they're going to be like, they're never going to be raised to see anything, you know, to know anything different besides because you treat people that who, you know, because of who they are, not because of the color of the skin. Right. Right. But as far as friends, no, all my friends, they love Brad. I, I feel like most of Brad's friends, there's only one guy that back in the day, he would be playing. Do you have black friends, Brad? Because you're the only black person at this lake. You're the only black person at the lake. What's going on, Brad? Well, that's that's, that's, that's their setting. So I went out there, they're sitting, and they were wondering why I was out there. Okay. Like, every time we go out and hang out with them, Brad's, like, even everybody that comes around, Brad's usually the only black guy, but everybody knows him by now. After so many years, you know, that they, they just, they don't see Brad as, oh, he's the black guy here. No, they see Brad with Brad. Brad's just Brad. Right. Right. So what about it early on in your relationship when you when you all would go out on dates? Did you get questions? Did you get looks from just strangers? What are some really you. bizarre experiences? Well, I wouldn't say bizarre. I mean, bad experiences as an interracial couple, just date just through dating, not after marriage, like in family and close friends, but just random people from dating up until now, Brad. There's a lot of people. Brad knows a lot of people from Casino, Mansfield, whatever it is. He knows a lot of people. And I can tell you that 
we can go into Walmart, Walmart or just any store, wherever, run into some, a female, like a black female that he's went to school with, worked with, whatever it is. They don't even really um, pay attention to me. They don't acknowledge me like I'm not there. And it's mainly the women that do that to me. I've never known one of his. There's one guy that he was that he's friends with from Mansfield that he didn't like me because I'm white. And that's the only one. And I told Brad, don't I don't want to be around him. You know, whatever. I don't have to deal with him. You know, that's Brad's friend on that side. I ain't got to worry about him. But usually if we go somewhere from dating up until now, still like if he knows if there's a female and he knows he speaks to him or whatever, it's like they don't acknowledge me. So you think they don't you think they don't acknowledge you because you're white or do you think they don't acknowledge you because he's a man and they want his attention and they're just being rude? Like if Brad was with someone else, you know, do you think that another female they would just speak to him because I'm like I know and it's rude absolutely even if you know even if you weren't white but do you think do you feel like it's because you're white I do Mm -hmm. because you can see you you know I can I can like feel somebody's vibe you know I know like you could kind of feel the tension or whatever and it's like if you don't even make eye contact with me you know, nothing because you're walking up, you obviously see that we're together or whatever. Mm-hmm. You just get that. You just get that. You know, the feeling. And I've known it because I've been dealing with it for so long. So I know like the females that I can tell or, you know, oh, he's with a white guy. You know, I ain't going to speak. You know, he's got a white wife. You know, I ain't going to worry about that. And there's another one that you know, they'll smile. They're walking up smiling. And, you know, hey, hey. Know the friends if we get along with the friends or the friends like you know the different you know each one of us or whatever and I was just saying like you know running into females that he knows from the past school you know whether it be school work whatever it was um, that you could I could tell when some of them are they don't care about this the race some of them you can because the way they look at you or don't even acknowledge you so you know, some of them. So with Brad, Brad, have you ever gotten those looks from black, from white guys? I mean, or even black girls, like when they do that to her and they're like not speaking to her when they're talking to you, how do you address the situation? Do you say, hey, this is my I wife? I don't pay attention to it. I really don't. He says that he doesn't see I, that I it happens. I don't see. I, I really don't. Oh, okay. Just, so you just... <laughs> You just being a typical man, like this woman walked up to you and didn't speak to your wife, just started talking to you and you ain't noticed that she didn't speak to your wife. Well, I know the fact that walking up, <laughs> excuse me, walking up to people, it's like passing and, and uh, hey, how you doing? Oh, okay. uh, hey, how you doing? Okay. Walked up to me that you do, like you actually sit there and speak to for a minute, how so-and-so, this and that and the other, and then we walk away and I'm like, oh, who's that? You know? Oh, uh, Okay. So have you, Brad, have you, well, one, let me tell you, if that happens, you should probably just stop and say, hey, this is my wife or whatever, because that is rude. That's, it's uncomfortable. And then it's kind of suspicious too. You're like, oh, she's speaking to you, but she ain't speaking to me. I can't say though, Christy, that it's just because you're white, but you know, you know better than me. You, you in that relationship and you know the vibe, like you said, but Brad, knowing those women that, that that has done that to her do you think it's because she's white do you think that i really i really don't i don't even think about it to be honest with you and i i honestly believe that i honestly believe that he's so just like just nonchalant about stuff that he does not pay attention to that it's like stuff that i noticed that he does not right because 
he sees it as this person that he's known. Of course, you know, oh, yeah, you know, she's a cool person, this and that and the other. But he doesn't see the part where I'm standing there while they're talking, you know, mm-hmm. like either waiting to be introduced or, you know, or whatever. But if the female doesn't even make eye contact with me in the first place, I already kind of know what's up. You know, right. like they, they're not going to acknowledge me regardless if he says this is my wife or so. Oh, okay. So, Brad, have you experienced out like y'all are out together on dates from white guys? No, I had never experienced that. Oh, okay. Nope. So you 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 don't notice the 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 disrespect. You don't notice the stare. I don't. And... I don't pay attention to people staring and stuff like that. Oh, okay. Okay. Let me ask y'all this. So when you first started dating, did you did you think to yourself like Brad? Did you think to yourself or Chrissy? Am I a fetish for this person? Like, is this just a fantasy? Or is he or she really into me? Oh, they said, uh, once you go white, your credit get rice. <laughs> is that what they say? Is that what they told you? Is that what is that what they told you? <laughs> that is a lie. I'm going to have to talk to your grandmother about that one. <laughs> no. Um, I think whenever... With me and him, I think it was more of just like it was a an attraction, just right off the bat. I don't think that it was more of like a fetish, like oh, you know, this white girl I'm just gonna see. And it could have been, I could have been, and I too, and I told him, I was like, I'm gonna be honest. When we first started messing around, I, you know, it was just for like really the sex until huh? we started. We was, well, I mean, I don't mean to say that on here. No, but, I'm you just know. playing. I'm just messing with you. So it was a physical attraction. Yeah, it was a physical. Besides the mean look you was giving me. Oh, listen, what are we talking about? I didn't. We that's a that's a whole different podcast. If we want to get into hey, hey, but you why? If you want to get into why you think that I don't like you, it don't have nothing no, to didn't, do. Didn't I don't didn't back then? Did uh, did I say don't like you? Oh, you've yeah, you oh don't. you've accepted the fact that I'm good with with you now. Cause sometimes. <laughs> So tell me this. Yeah. Tell me this. Did y'all ever? Were y'all ever in in your marriage or your relationship? And did you ever have a thought like, um, it'll probably have been easier, or is this the right thing for me if I if I would have just dated my own race? Did y'all ever regret it? I've never myself. I've never thought that because that yeah, even Brad's agreeing. He's like he's never thought anything at that like i've never ever said like maybe i should just date a white guy to just be a lot easier because for one it's like if you don't like me if you can't accept me because i'm married to a black guy or like people from his past coming you know seeing us maybe for the first time or whatever and you don't like it that's your problem that's not my problem right you know because we love each other we we you know we've as soon as we started like dating, you know, or talking or whatever, I guess you say back in the day, we'd just be talking, you know, but within a month of us talking, we ended up moving in together. We've been together ever since. Right. Obviously we've had our trials and tribulations, you know, stuff that we went through. We went, went through some stuff. Which we going to say um, those things that you went through was probably why I was giving Brad those looks. We just going to clear that out. Right? I know. Yeah. We're going to leave that at that. Cause I know. Hey, I know. <laughs> One side of story. Oh, whatever. That's the only side that matters. She was my friend. Nah. So, you know, <laughs> she's my girl <laughs> so but, let's I mean, I, so let's talk about let's talk about kids right you both have mm-hmm. kids both of your kids um are biracial uh, well you have two right both, yeah, have both two of y'all have two Brad's, 
Well, Brad's oldest son, he's he's black, and his parents are both black. Okay. So both of y'all have two kids. Brad, you have one that's not biracial, and you have one that is Puerto Puerto Rican. Right? No? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Okay, Puerto Rican and black. And then, Christy, you have a Hispanic and white son and a black and white son, right? Yeah. So, what do they, let's go, what do they identify as? Um, Travis, he's, Travis just kind of goes with the flow. The oldest one, he's, you know, Hispanic and white. He just kind of like, he's, I mean, he identifies, I guess, as white because that's what he, well, I, I think he puts Hispanic and white. Whenever, like, if he's filling out, like, an application or something, I think he'll put, like, Hispanic and white, you know, but he's just kind of, like, he doesn't care because if he wasn't married to a white woman, you know, he he looks at women regardless. He doesn't care about the color of the skin because he'll look at black women and be like, golly, mama, she's fine or she's pretty, you know, and a white woman, mama, look at her. She's pretty. Like, Travis has never been one to... um have a preference you know it's just kind of like if this person's making him happy that's how he's gonna go right when it comes to tyrant with you know mix black and white he's never wanted to date a black girl i that's his preference i don't know why he's more of just he only wants to date white women um he's never had an experience i don't think of with a you know like a bad experience with a black girl to make him think that way i think that's just the way that his mind works you right. know and you say he identifies you say white yeah, Tyron more done well late I would say in the past couple years, past year or two, he's more embraced his black side, I think, because he I think he sees now that a lot of people see him as mixed right. and not just white. So he's kind of embraced, you know, that side of him for sure. Right. He knows that like when he goes to a job interview or whatever, that people are gonna see him as black and not white. Right. Okay. So and that, were you ever worried up, with with Go ahead. When you say growing up, what what'd you say? Well, I was going to say, you know, you know, you kind of remember him growing up like he was, you know, white, white, white. That's all Tyron knew is that he was white. You know, that's all he accepted of himself. But mm-hmm. it just take it took him longer, I mm-hmm. guess, to realize like you are mixed, you know, and he ex- he that he just, you know, he accepts both both sides now. Right. And Ty's an tr- introvert, too. So he it's not like he was out all the time yes. interacting. So, um, but with, with them being, what about you, um, Brad, what about your son? What, what? Alizé with the races, like the women. Um, he, I, I I don't think it matters to him. Well, no, no, not the preference, not the preference. I mean, like, what does he identify most with? Oh, yeah. He's black. Okay. So he, okay. All right. So did either of you, and mostly you, Christy, I'm going to say, did you worry about like bullies and stuff when it came to your kids being biracial? Um, no, because the schools that they went to, you know, and just the, you know, just family, friends or whatever. Um, it was more of like a mixture of kids, regardless of, you know, race, you know, of the mm-hmm. different races, there's a mixture of races. Uh, the, they were diverse, you know? So it's like, I don't think I ever really had to, worry about anything like that right right. now i would more worry about one of them getting bullied because of being you know nerdy or you know just quiet and introvert like you said compared to being bullied over being the the race or whatever okay okay what about um alex brad does he did he have any issues you know with bullies or anything no he he didn't have no issues with bullies no Okay. For him being who he is, no. Do you feel like you, do y'all feel like y'all had to take extra, like, steps to prepare them for, because, I mean, the 
the world is cruel, especially now with, you know, the um, social media and all that stuff. Were there conversations that you feel like you had to have with them that you wouldn't have had to have with them if they weren't biracial? And I would say specifically for those two that, that you know, yeah, if, the, if the world yes. look at them, they see them yep. as black, regardless of what Absolutely. you want to feel. What what were those conversations like as a white woman More, uh, having to have those conversations with your son who the world sees as black? How did you deal with that? Um, just pretty much letting them know, like, look, if you do something, and I'm going to bring DeAndre, my nephew, into it, too, because he's mixed as well, but he he's more, he identifies more black, I think, than the white side. That's just, I think, his, you know, where he grew up, you know, the situation he grew up in, I don't know, could be, I don't know. But I bring him into this this part as well, because I've had to tell them all, like, look, I know, especially Tyron and, and Alex, because Tyron's lighter. He's more like, he may look white, his skin color's a lot lighter than DeAndre's and Alex's. They're more darker complected. But, you, you know, I'd have to tell him, look, just because you're mixed or whatever, if you go out and you do something that you're not supposed to be doing for instance they were all walking they were younger a couple years back when they were all in school out here they'd be walking around wascom neighborhood the school well they seen a cop coming down the road and mind you this is the three mixed ones they seen a cop coming down the road they took off running because they were scared the cop ended up pulling them you know stopping them and searching them and i'm like that's a perfect example you have to understand if you were just white and they see nothing but white and you ran, they probably wouldn't have thought anything of it because you were, they looked at you and they seen black They're That's why they stopped you. That's why they searched you. They thought you were doing something you didn't have no business doing. Like, do you why do you anything? think, did you ask them why they ran though? Why are they intimidated? They I mean, just said they were scared. That's, that's all they said is because they were scared. What are their thoughts about the videos and the things that is going on with, you know, the cops and everything that's more exposed now with social media do they talk to you all about that no but i would say probably like deandre he's been one that he has been in trouble he's you know ran from the cops and i've told him look they don't see you as a white boy deandre they see you as a black kid and it happens all the time just because you're black they're gonna do you know you could get shot and that's a shame you know, like, but you have to stop and think like, man, they don't see me as a white boy. And, you know, if I'm if I was white, they probably wouldn't shoot me because I'm black. They probably will. Like, you have to understand they don't see you for being a mixed kid. All they see is that you're a black kid mm -hmm. doing this, doing that or whatever. And you're going to be more prone to something happening to you. You know, and I'm like, you have to understand that, you know, it's not the same. It's not absolutely not the same for a white person compared to a black person. Right, right. You know, and I'm I'm like, I don't want to hear on the news sometime that you got shot because you did this or that and the other. And you thought that you were going to get away with it because you're mixed. No, that's not what they see. Brad, have you shared any experiences or had any of those conversations with your boys? No, I haven't. Um, Why? It's it's. Because it's never came up. I mean, they've never had no problem with, with that. But even though they've not had a problem with it, it's so out there that I think that the conversation probably would be better, you know, and more understood coming from from you, a black man. You know what I mean? Having that conversation. Yeah. Especially, and I, and I use Ty always as an example because Ty is absolutely 100% a mama's boy. And he's always inside you know what i mean so yeah. for him, that would be um 
a shock to him. So I think that those conversations probably should happen with him because, well, he, he's already experienced it. Like you just shared Christy, because, um, like you said, he's a, he's a lighter, um, skin tone. So he may think, oh, they're not going to bother me, but that that's absolutely not true. No, because if they really, you know, if they seen him from a distance, yeah, they may think that, well, I don't know, like the way he's grown up, you know, he's changed a lot in his, you know, his hair, the texture of his hair, you know, just the features on the face, you know, just everything. Like you can look at Tyra now and see that he is actually mixed with black and white. Um, so it's like if a cop sees you doing something that you're not intentionally trying to do something illegal, but they don't know that if they see you, they're just, they're going to see a, a black kid. You know, that's it. They're not going to see nothing else. Right, right. You know, and there's nothing but white cops around here. Right. That's unfortunate, but that's what it is. Yeah. I think that that's definitely a, a conversation that maybe the both of you should sit down and have, and even not just, not just police officers, either other, even other people are cruel. You know what I mean? Yeah. Other people who just don't believe in what you guys have created as far as, you know, being in, in an interracial relationship, that people are cruel, yeah. not just cops. I mean, there are a lot of cruel people out there. If that could yeah, be, if is. you can go back and change anything for them, what would what would you what would you change? Like what would it be? Well to make their situations better, what would it be? Um, I probably think that I would have started early on, you know, just being young and naive, you know, I was like what, twenty three when Tyron was born. I think just being young and not having to deal with a lot of that stuff back then compared to what we're dealing with now definitely would have made sure to put more in their heads about like, look, this is, you know, this is the what world we live in. This is what could happen. They don't see you as this. They see you as, you know, something different. Um, just always be careful. You know, they, if you, if it has to be a police officer, you know, police officer that you're dealing with, you just, you, yes, sir. You'd be respectful. You, you know, mm -hmm. whatever they ask you to do, you just do it. Don't, you know, try to fight it, whatever. You know, if it's just a, just a general person that's treating you that way, you have the right to walk away right. and not and just ignore it because you just be the bigger person because at the end of the day, they're the ones that's, that's got the hate in their heart, not you. Right. You right. know, but it's like, I do wish that we kind of, we would have, when they were younger, like been more um, proactive, but right. it's like, how did we even know that the world was going to be like it is now? You know well, what I'm saying? Well, for, for you, you didn't know, but for us. It's always been like that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's always been that way. That's why I said maybe yeah. you know Brad sharing some 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 experiences from your point of view, and you know some of your experiences. Maybe it'll you know be, would have been better coming from from you. Yeah. But um, so on a lighter note, what is your favorite part of our culture, Christy? I don't. I think it's just the. I don't know. Maybe it's just like the carefree, you know, I don't know. It's like if I'm in a room with a bunch of white people, and I'm trying to be quiet because I have the grandbabies coming around, walking by. If I'm in a room with like a bunch of white people, I don't feel to be, unless I'm with family, of course, down there at my sister's house, whatever. I don't feel as comfortable for some reason as I do. if like, if I'm with Brad's side of the family, mm -hmm. you know, it's like everybody just speaks, you know, they don't, I feel, I don't feel as, as judged when I'm around his People sometimes, I guess, his right. family. Mm -hmm. um, Everybody but the grandmother. Know. Everybody. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, God rest her soul. God rest her soul. Oh, okay, okay, she's gone now. Okay. Yeah, rest, yeah. Rest we we uh, we forgave. We forgave and forgot before she passed away. So oh, yeah. That's good. <laughs> but um, yeah. I just I don't know. I I I just feel more myself. Mm -hmm. 
which is weird. Like, I feel like I just be myself. Right. Like, if I'm around, you know, a bunch of people, like a bunch of white people that I don't really know, if I'm like, you know, just for work or whatever, you know, I feel like I have to uh, portray somebody that I'm not, um, if that makes sense. Yeah. I understand what you're saying. Like, you feel like you can be more comfortable around us, is what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. And it's just, I mean, if you know, if, if, if that's, I guess, the right way to say it, I guess that is just what I, you know, what it is for me. Right. Brad, what'd you learn about Christy, um, Christy's race that you didn't know before you start dating a, a white woman? Uh, really? I really didn't learn anything. That I can actually that I can actually cook. <laughs> I mean, yeah, can you yeah, cook? I mean, Chrissy, you can I cook. Can, baby, baby, I can cook. <laughs> is that uh, is that what it is, Brad? You thought you thought she couldn't cook because she was well, when I first when I first went to visit her, she did cook, and I'm like, oh shit, <laughs> she can cook. <laughs> and ain't no microwave though. What? Okay. All right. Well, you know what? Um. um I really, really, really appreciate you guys for joining today, sharing your journey. It's been a really, really good, interesting topic, good conversation. My hope is that you sharing how you've handled your, you know, challenges and, you know, how you dealt with your family and everything. Someone listening today learned something from it and maybe take some tips if they happen to, you know, encounter those situations. Um, and thank you all for joining in on the conversation today. And remember, make all of your conversations count, sending positive energy out to everyone. Hope you all have a wonderful day.